No, 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 no. You cannot do like this. You cannot move like this. You know, in, in France, we think of Swedish women like you just stand there and have snow in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in other, other countries, you know, like England and those countries, <laughs> but, but not in France, cannot move. You have to stand still, don't move. The year is 1996 and Sweden chose the successful group one more time to be their representative in the Eurovision Song Contest. They already had a big and booming career over more or less the whole of Europe, especially in Dalsland at my place where a six-year-old Emil Löfström took his allowance and bought his first album Highland on cassette. During the Eurovision, one of the girls is so nervous that she needs a long coat on stage just to hide that her legs are shaking like maracas. What has happened since then and much more we will finally get answers to now when I speak to all three members from the group one more time. But maybe I should tell you not only the three members of the group joined this conversation. There were also a dog, a kitten and some happy birds singing for us. With that said, let the unruly gaggle begin. to Eurovision legends Peter Grönvall, Nanne Grönvall and Maria Rådstein from One More Time. Thank, Thank you! you. <laughs> Finally a reunion. Yes, <laughs> we've been talking uh, quite a lot about it throughout the years but then things have turned up oh, constantly uh, <laughs> but we have not given up. We re- really really long to do something t- together again. Fantastic to hear. When was the last time you three did a gig together? Well, all three of us. That Uh is quite a long time. I know that um, Maria and Anna had a small performance in uh, in Melody Festival a couple of years ago. You were yeah. in pink dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were wearing pink dresses. I believe that's 10 years ago. Okay. It is yeah. Oh, and then I think we also did uh, a gig to, together for a Eurovision club or, or something abroad together. Yeah, yeah. it was. I think yeah. it was in Holland or yeah, in it was great Belgium. fun. Great fun. Oh, yeah. Fabulous. Yes. Yeah. Peter and Anna, you tried to reach the Eurovision already in 86 and 87 with the songs El Dorado and Alexandra as part of the group's Sound of Music. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Maria, your first song in Melody Festival was in 1992. Yeah. And that year, the group One More Time competed with two songs. Yeah. Yeah. 
was a, the same way as we worked with Sound of Music or with uh, One More Time, that we felt that the voices came out the best with those two songs when we tried them. And you were also expecting Felix. Yeah, and I yeah. was yeah expecting Felix. And, and we thought it was a good chance for uh, both Maria and uh, Therese to... Um, do their own performances, but the reason why we chose Maria to do Summon Hender was because we felt that her voice came up very good with that one, and today's song also fantastic with her voice. You got a third place in the pre-selection while today's song was unplaced. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Mm -hmm. And just some weeks after Melody Festival in that year, the breakthrough came for one more time with the smash hit Highland. Can you take us back? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, just trying to, yeah. to remember exactly what happened, and uh, we had already re recorded. No, we hadn't recorded Violin. We only had made a demo of it. That was before these songs were competing in the festival, and mm -hmm. so we knew what was ahead of us. We had already sort of plans of what to do, but yeah. we could never expect the success. No. From it was mm -hmm. It was really amazing. I, we, I got, got a message from a fan in Belgium that uh, has followed us uh, ever since, you know, what we are doing and things like that. And uh, he sent a message with, uh, he has all of the charts we entered our number ones mm -hmm. in, uh, on, in radio stations and the chart, selling charts. And it, and it was like, what do you have ever? And he said, yeah. But it was very, very great fun to see that it actually was number one so much and uh, not only Highland but also other uh, singles. Yeah, and I know there were some really hectic years there with gigs and promotions across much of the world and with several song releases. Yeah.
but you never went to South Africa. No, no. <laughs> uh, we didn't do that because of the political situation uh, that was. So we decided we uh, wanted to support and not because that was when a lot of artists refused to go there for, uh, for the change. Yeah. And uh, so, so for us, it was absolutely uh, out of the question. But maybe we will go there, you know, <laughs> now. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's really great fun because we still hear that they play the song uh, a lot in South Africa and uh, they have done re-release with greatest hits albums that we have not been aware of. <laughs> I think it was when we were in the Eurovision Song Contest, a guy came up to us and he has... Mm -hmm. uh, was from South Africa mm. and he had to travel all the way to <laughs> Norway to just oh. see us. Yeah. I think he went train from, uh, I think it was in Denmark or something, because uh, the delay for, of his uh, connection flight. Yeah. So he has traveled all the night just to catch us before we went into the stadium. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but you were superstars then. <laughs> Nanne, you and I have spoken before in my Swedish podcast, Slagervännerna, yes. and you told me about your Anne Maria's makeup course. Can you explain <laughs> again why you took a course in makeup? <laughs> Maria looks like a yes. big question. <laughs> When we started touring in uh, Europe, doing a lot of uh, TV shows, and um, every time we had a new makeup artist, and uh, sometimes yeah, yeah. it was makeup, and sometimes it turned into art. And there was several of the makeup artists who really they got so happy when they saw me and Maria because they looked at me and felt oh blonde, not not so much makeup, and then they felt wow, here we have someone that looks looks like cool Morticia Adams <laughs> let's go for it and um, whilst we're going to do a, a TV show and um, so so I sat down and uh, she started putting my makeup on and then after a while I said okay and I looked in the mirror I said are you finished and yeah and it was hardly nothing at all some mascara was like Okay, and I didn't want to hurt her feelings, so I was like, oh, thank you, brilliant. And then I went out from there and went into uh, our dressing room and I started putting on makeup. And she, by that, that, that time, doing makeup on Maria. And Maria comes in and she looks something in between Nina Hagen, Marilyn Manson's sister. And she looked like she was going to do a really heavy punk rock song or something like that. And if I was afraid to offend uh, the makeup artist, Maria was even nicer. So she, she was just sitting there and then she got more and more and more black, more black all around the eyes and black brows and everything. And so when Maria came in and she was almost crying, she was like, oh, I, I, what, what am I going to do? And at the same time, they were calling uh, from the corridor outside the dressing room and shouting, okay, two minutes until on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and usually 
uh, when things like that happen, I mean, we, when she was standing there saying, oh, this looks awful. And we knew we couldn't say, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after that, we actually went to, for a makeup course in Sweden, <laughs> learn ourselves how to do it. <laughs> Maria, do you have any pictures of this? No. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> in 1995, all three of you wrote a song for Melodifestivalen that finished second, became a huge hit, and even today, 25 years later, is one of the most played songs on christenings and weddings in Sweden. Tell me about the song, The Vackraste. Well, first of all, if you go back to 1992, <laughs> uh, where we had two songs. Yeah. In the end of 1994, it was decided that they were inviting five composer or composer teams, judged on how many songs they had, uh, had participated in the last few years. And um, we had four songs, Lerado, Alexandra, Ingeting Gorsumavil and Vasa uh, Manhander. Mm -hmm. Even if we didn't make it, I mean, nothing really happened after that Melody Festival. And no, no songs were played on radio, but it got us invited to the, this um, 1995 years. So we, we, had, we could choose any song. Yeah. We could really do something that you would never expect to hear in Melody Festival. So uh, we started writing a lot of songs, but this one we felt was really something special. Record company said, are you crazy? You can't send in that one. <laughs> it will not work. They didn't want to release it. The record company that we were working with, uh, then as one more time, they didn't want to release the Vakrasta. They didn't believe in it. And, but, but we were really, really certain. No, we were confident that the song was great. We found, uh, what's that, Sikta Mukherjana? Mm-hmm. for the stars, a girl. She sang Mariah Carey. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, perform she performed as Mariah Carey. And we loved her voice. So we thought, maybe we should ask her. Since we were thinking of maybe doing it ourselves, but we were, you know, in the middle of traveling around yeah. and uh, had other plans. Yeah. This, this wasn't... It was not a hot thing to be in Melody Festival <laughs> no. at that time. For us, it of course was, but but not as composers, it was good. But we yeah. had other uh, troubling. We still had uh, we had, song, we had other commitments, and we just felt that we cannot do this at the same time. So therefore, it, it was uh, decided that Cecilia was performing the song. Yeah. We wanted uh, somewhat with this kind of clear voice, you know, it's uh, one with a song and we also uh, felt very curious about making an album with another artist as well. Uh, so that's why we decided to not do it since we also had still a lot of promotion in, around in Europe. So that's why we decided to co contact Cecilia Wendersteen. And um, it was great fun. 
Brilliant. And we love the song. We, uh, yeah, so we came in second place, just three points um, after the winning song. And that song became a huge hit at once and sold lots of records. And uh, we were just happy, you know, that so many people liked our song. I just couldn't believe it. It was playing a lot on radio. And uh, late, late that summer, it became number one on the charts. And it's still running. Unbelievable. Yeah, and you also get a Grammy for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah best song yes. of the year. It was the first uh, Grammy ever for a song contest song. Yeah, a yeah. song from Melody Festivalen. Yeah. Yes. yes. And two years later, One More Time also released it in English. Yes, we did. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes we did, uh, as we also did a full English album. Yeah. And it was titled Living in a Dream. Yeah. I think I have got the amnesia or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful to see how the morning fog is lifted. The night will soon be gone as darkness slowly turns to One more time entered Melody Festival as a group, as artists and composers. Yep. yep. The writing process was very <laughs> similar to the one we had the year before, since we were invited once again to Melody Festival. Mm -hmm. So we were very privileged. And so we could aim for something even more. <laughs> it's almost like a waltz, you know. It's not anything to do with modern pop music. So we thought that this one must be the ultimate one more time song. Couldn't be written by anyone else, sort mm. of, you know. This is our trademark. Mm. It's very timeless. When we were writing it, I had this melody. I didn't have any visions of what it should be about. The ladies came in and really changed all that. When they came up with these lyrics, I could hear the song really as it should be. Yeah. So um, it was very important, more than ever, that the lyrics sort of had a very... Um, it, was, it was very important lyrics. We want, but, want, want it to be like a kind of fairy tale story. Um, so it's written very much like that, especially in Swedish 
Yes, mm -hmm. really nothing happens. It's just the description of, you can really see this before, before mm -hmm. yourself. When we were recording it, the girls sang at the same time in the same microphone, you know, when we were trying to, you know, testing it out. Yeah. And when we were sort of coming to the point to do the real recording, and we started with, uh, I don't remember who started it, Maria first, and then Nana, it didn't work. So they had to sing the song together at the same time, one microphone, uh, to get this special sound. It must be performed that way. Yeah. It was not easy just for one person to sing first and then to add on to that. It just didn't work. And uh, some very mysterious sound came out of that when they were singing in that microphone. And uh, we could never catch that again. Then uh, we uh, worked with uh, the voice boys, mm, yeah. who um, did all the backing vocals. Yeah. And it was great to have male voices, because we usually used female voices on all our records, on all our recordings ever. Yeah. Something that also was that we have noticed afterwards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know what you are going now. <laughs> we performed in uh, Sweden. Lasha Babson Willemson did our stage clothes, yeah. and uh, as you said in the beginning, I needed this big jacket that, that covered my legs because I was so afraid and shaking and everything. So we got these beautiful clothes, but actually we had forgotten, which we know because we watched this a little bit while. I, I think maybe it was after before our pod that we did in Swedish together. With, yeah, with, yeah. And we can see that the guys who are doing the backup vocals, voice voice, we didn't think of making any stage clothes. So they have something like, you know, jeans, a t-shirt. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> what? But, and then we had to look when we did it in the Eurovision. I think they had yeah, you some. You fixed the clothes for them then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we go like, what? 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 Was this a rehearsal? <laughs> no. <laughs> That <laughs> none of us thought of that. We were just so focused on ourselves. So okay, this looks good. <laughs> you had to stand there in jeans and t-shirts that they, you know, were wearing casually every day. <laughs> on the Monday, on on Monday, same week, the backers won the Grammy for Song of the Year, mm -hmm. and later on that week, we won the Melody Festival, and mm -hmm. so that was one special week. Mm -hmm. I think one of the reasons why we also were decided to do it uh, ourselves is uh, we had kids back at home and we felt that the touring in Europe was very tough uh, since we had small kids at home. So therefore we also felt that we wanted to start working more in Sweden and not so much abroad. So we wanted to do something in Swedish. So actually that was the first album that we made in Swedish after Cecilia van der Stijn. Yeah. The lyrics. For you that don't know Swedish, it's really a beautiful poem. Uh, is it written by you, Nanne? Yeah, I, I wrote it. Maria and I wrote uh, The Vackraste uh, together. And uh, I wrote uh, the build up. Yeah. Yes. And I wanted it to be like some kind of fairy tale uh, poem, you know. Uh, yeah. Very, very beautiful. Oh, thank you. 
Johan Melodifestivalen by a big margin and became Sweden's representative in Eurovision. But since many countries now wanted to participate this year, EBU introduced a big qualifying round for all countries, except the host country, which was Norway. And in that round, 29 finalists competed, with the jury groups in each country secretly voting them down to 22 finalists. Mm -hmm. And this result from the pre-qualifying leaked out in advance, before it was time for the real final, and the winner was... One more time. Oh, I can, yes, I, yeah, I can remember, I can remember that. when you said I, I, yeah. I remember that day we were on the SVT mm-hmm. and we were supposed to sit there and wait to, uh, you know, songs. hear all the songs that were would be competing. But we knew already before that that we were going to Oslo. Mm. Thank God for that, as we were the last group <laughs> to be announced. <laughs> Uh, so we, we would never have been so cool and calm sitting there Just if we waiting. didn't had no, if we hadn't known that. Mm. Uh, yeah. that. But then afterwards we we got to we we heard about this that we were some kind of favorites and that was that was surprising and uh, but we never really thought of winning. I think so, wasn't it that that year when it was Gina G. Yes. We thought thought she was going to win. Of course, we were hoping to absolutely be somewhere in the top because since we felt so strong about the song, but Gina G, we thought, would be the winner. Mm. Yeah, we thought that. Uh, But Ireland won, of course, as as usual. <laughs> yeah, and we were last one, last song to perform, so we had to wait. You had to wait with your. You couldn't sit down. No, in your dress. In no. my dress. No, I have to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> for how many hours? To wait for many. Because many hours. it was too short, or, or, or why? It shouldn't be wrinkled. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It was short. <laughs> it was short, but, yeah, but it was because it could got easily wrinkled. Yes. And but, um, I mean, it was it was lovely songs. Uh, I mean, the Irish song that won was also very beautiful. So it was one of our favorites, as well as uh, Bethan Andreasen uh, mm-hmm. did this lovely song. Everything was just for us a fantastic, fantastic experience. Yeah. When the voting started, the first half was maybe not as good as we hoped. We didn't get, <laughs> no, any, we get hardly any points in the beginning. <laughs> no. the exactly, exactly. Because when the eight country uh, is about to vote, you have only gathered four points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But when we got to our points and some twelves, I mean, that was wow. That was yeah. you, end, you ended in a third place with 100 points. Mm-hmm. Maria, ah. what do you remember from Oslo? Oh, wow. Uh, mm. How nervous was Nanne? 
She was quite nervous, I remember, <laughs> as I think we all were. I mean, it was really something that you have never been in before, even if you have done TV shows and, of course, the Highland eras and something. This was to represent Sweden. And yeah. you felt that, that Sweden is sharing us out. And yeah, so that was nervous. And Swedish prime minister wished you good luck before. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think I was more nervous in the Swedish final than in uh, Oslo, actually, because uh, it was a moment for us that we really wanted to win. Hmm. It was very, very important for us. Uh, and that's why when we won in the Swedish Melody Festival, and I mean, we were crying and we were really, you know, because we had just yeah. bro broken up with our uh, record, company. record company before that. So the future by then was quite uh, unsafe for us what to do next. And uh, so here it, we were, yeah, we were doing a song that, what kind of song is this? Mm -hmm. uh, what are we doing here now? Mm -hmm. it's, uh, so, so, yeah. it, it, was, it was not a safe play. No. Yeah. We no, did sense. not say mm -hmm. that. But so it meant so much for us. Yeah. So we were really nervous that week. One cool thing about this song is the, the winter 96, it was very cold winter. Yeah. And every time we were playing this song, it felt like it was minus 20 degrees coming up <laughs> at once. As soon as we played this song, it just got cold. Mm -hmm. We came to Oslo, and you were there one day before me. But when I came there, it was a tropical climate. It was so. It was like going to really Greece. Warm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was warm. And it was uh, really amazing. You know, it's summer. And it was. It was fantastic. And we rehearsed the first time on on Thursday. Yeah. Went to the hotel, and we had to open our windows and the roof because it was so damn hot. And we woke up five o'clock in the morning freezing. And it was just Snowy. one degree above oh. zero. And, and suddenly Oslo just became the coldest place on earth. <laughs> and, and on Saturday, the snow fell again in Norway, in Oslo. The same day. So we felt that the uh, <laughs> Vilda is with us tonight. <laughs> so we were quite confident that was a sign. Mm -hmm. And it still happens. We, we, could <laughs> we could perform the song not very long ago in our home sessions here. And it so went sweet. down to the zero degrees <laughs> at once. If you need snow, call us and we come call and see. Us, yeah. <laughs> I know one more time have made an ABBA and never officially split up. But you have not released anything since 1997. I'm certain, though, that you have made some songs since then, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we have. Every now and then we've said, okay, now we're going to make a new album. Uh, but then things have, have gotten in between, or, or we've been trying to write and, and haven't felt like, oh, now we have to find some more new songs. So, but we, we really are focusing on it. So, so I, I think uh, this year we're also focused more on writing for one more time because we really would love to do. And it's also been clashing with Nani performing in Melody Festival and it's never been 
the time the, for it. The, the time has never been right. Yeah. But we have songs that we have written, and uh, we really long for working together. So uh, I think this year will be a year when we will focus in on making a new album together. Yes, things are in the world right now with the pandemic. You have a new situation where you, we. We cannot go out performing, so we have to start working, <laughs> writing music. And uh, if it has taken some time to come to a decision, what are we going to do this rest of this year? But uh, most probably we will be writing songs and completing all the old songs that mm -hmm. we already have done, you know, but... Yeah. Actually, we have been writing uh, several songs throughout the years and um, one demo for instance, that you can play if you want to. It's a song called Crash and Burn. It's still a demo, but yeah. But it's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, here it comes. Crash and burn, point of no return. Feel the force of my magical power. You can hear directly who it is. Peter, can you tell us a little about your special sound and what's created it? It's as I've always had it from the beginning when we started recording with Sound of Music. Lots of synthesizers, not that much guitar playing, not quite powerful though, you know, lots of energy, but there are no guitars. And um, I spend a lot of time on the synthesizer sounds. You know, like Highland, you know, you have this melodic um, parts. They have a very distinct and, and special sound. And it takes, you know, this is the way you write the songs. You have all these sounds. And that's the music that comes out of it. So it's sort of, it's not like we're starting with a song and then the sound comes. I have these sounds from the beginning. It sort of makes the sound. If that 
uh, is an explanation that feels right. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and with very strong melodies. Yeah, the melodies are, uh, are the great thing. When you have a melody, you know, mostly it doesn't come out of sitting and playing. It comes out, you're in the shower, you're sitting in the car, you're out walking, and it comes to you in a way. And if it gets stuck in there, it must be something about it that is good. So it was with Highland and the Vakkast and many of the other songs as well. You have this inside you already. Nanne, we saw you in Melodifestivalen this year with the song Carpool Karaoke. And yes. before COVID-19 spread like wildfire, you were invited to James Corden's TV show. Yes, it was absolutely fantastic. He did this um, shout out in his Late Late Show. And uh, I knew this song was not, it has quite a lot of rock in it. And uh, that's not really what's uh, most popular when it comes to Melody Festival. But I love doing the song. I love the program, uh, Carpool Karaoke and Late Late Show. And I think that James Corden is absolutely fantastic. So it, it was great fun to do this uh, song. <laughs> Then one day the, my phone started ringing like mad and it was people from TV and uh, everywhere and going like, have you seen, have you seen it? James Corden has been talking about it. What? It was. And uh, so I hope uh, in good time that uh, there would be an opportunity to uh, go to LA because I, I usually travel there quite a lot anyway. And um, it would be fantastic to do carpool karaoke uh, with them. Uh, we will not, I will not release the song in English. We have it in English, but I will not release it because I want it to be a little uh, more ha happier times when things have started uh, changing into more positive things all around the world. So uh, we're looking at the autumn, but I, I, I feel that I want to wait with it in English. Yeah, the lyrics were in English from the beginning. Well, yeah, they were in English. Yeah. Actually, I wrote the song in, in English. I, I did not have Melody Festival in uh, mind at all when I wrote it because I, I had seen the carpool karaoke shows. I've seen them all and I love them. And so I just spontaneously wrote this song and, uh, and I loved it. I, I, I really, I love playing it. I love listening to it all the time. So I said, we should um, yeah, get yeah. it into Melody. He, he wanted to do it yeah. in Melody. I said, aren't we going to send it there? And I was like, no, no it's not uh, a, a song, a typical Melody Festival and song. What are you talking um, about? It's the best song. That's the great thing about Melody Festival, and anything can happen. Can happen. <laughs> Just anything. Uh, now, under this quarantine time, uh, Nana, you have done several live sessions at your home, and, and Peter, you are also in, in those, of course, but w you have done one with Eurovision songs, and I've seen this so many times, and I love this. And when you scream Tansen 
like Ferka Seduchka. It's hilarious. Just wait a minute. We love that song. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, we all can see that because you are so fantastic. <laughs> It, we, I mean, it, it's so great fun to have uh, been doing this live uh, from our home gigs, yeah. and uh, it was very spontaneous uh, since uh, we didn't really have much to do. And I said to Peter, oh, "Let's do a live." Uh, no, you told me we are doing a live show on Wednesday. Yes. On Sunday, you yes. <laughs> Where are we going? What are we going to do? Where are we going to? What? What? And I said, no, well, we do it in the hallway. And he, he was like, but okay, but, but can't go. And I said, too late. I've already put it on my social media. We're going to do it like so. <laughs> so the first time we yeah, we did, I didn't have any microphone or anything. We did it very, very simple. And we was with the Nana songs. And uh, then we had the Melody Festival in theme the week after. And we have actually, it would be really great fun to do it again because we had some songs yeah we recorded you know we have uh, we recorded our new backgrounds for all for, for backing tracks for all the music yeah. uh, yeah. to be performed so uh, we yeah. couldn't have all of them in we had to skip some of them so, so we, we, still, we have have still have some more to come <laughs> So, uh, but we are actually going to do uh, another theme here. Next theme will be Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have talked about doing one more time. Uh, yes. please. So, uh, everything is very improvised and we have decided to do it very, not, not to have any scripts or anything. You're not going to, okay, now I'm changing clothes. You have to talk. What? What? Say something, say something. So when she disappears, you know, and, and where did she go? And she's coming carrying on chairs and things. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's like, madness. Uh, it is, uh, it was, it's great fun. So we're so happy that it has been received so much. I think there's more than uh, 700,000 people that have watched uh, those four shows. So, uh, and we didn't expect anything. So it's uh, fantastic that so many are. Uh, it's still on Facebook, my official Facebook, uh, those shows. Yeah. And they will probably come up some more. We all know what you have done, Nana, since one more time. But Maria, what have you done? Beside of uh, being a PhD <laughs> in psychology, yeah. uh, I have been in a progressive metal band called Mist for 10 years and did some records, two records, and we are going to do a third album. Wonderful. Yeah. And, and you're on very... Spotify, right? Yes, we are on Spotify. And it's called Mist. Left all alone at the end of the line Waiting for guidance, finding my time I'm searching
here. It has been 25 years since One More Time won in Sweden with Dan Vilda. Can we expect that you submit some songs to next year's competition? Um, I don't think it will uh, be. I, uh, I'm not even sure that they would pick us out after since I participated this last year. But on the other hand, there are many artists that come back the year after. The yeah. same time last year, you were convinced you were not being participating for this year. Yeah. So you so, never know. We, we don't know. Well, if, 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 I mean, if you have the right song, if you have yeah. the right, you you never know. We are quite. We are not young any longer. What? <laughs> what? Take that away, or do just a beep when it says, and we're not anymore. <laughs> what we're doing is not very modern, but it's timeless. So you never know. I love the positive <laughs> attitude. <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't you start working as a junior seller, you know? <laughs> Hi, I would like to sell you something. <laughs> oh, we're old and it's not very modern, but maybe we'll do something. We have some great songs. But Peter, your slightly well-known father, Benny Andersson, has recently written some new songs for his old group, ABBA. Maybe yeah. we can hope that you have been taking notes of Daddy's initiative and are doing the same. Yeah, we are, <laughs> yes, of course we are. And uh, and and uh, one thing one thing for sure is uh, the older you get, the, the better you get. You could hear that on the new songs from them also. So in that aspect, we have great confidence in, in writing good music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the songs that we, we have done so far has been very good. And there are some songs that we feel that mm, maybe this could be something for Because um, it would be really, really great fun to uh, participate uh, with one more time in uh, Melody Festival and mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. Wonderful to hear. Well, we have a promotion demo that we can uh, send it to you. And uh, it's a special country version from Highland. Yeah, we just did it for fun, so. much for this i'm extremely happy to have been talking to you all this was the first episode that i have done with as many as three guests 
And also thanks to you, all listeners out there. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, consider subscribing to Eurovision Legends on any of the podcast platforms, spreading the word to your friends and perhaps writing a review. You can contact me with suggestions, questions, opinions or whatever you feel like by emailing me at emailatschlagervanerna.se or through our social media. Have a nice time and you'll hear from me again in a couple of days. Hey, 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 Hey,